Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. As you guys know, we are in our How to Have a Powerhouse Ministry series. And today I have a special guest for you guys that I am so excited for you to meet. So without further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself. So hello, Christian Bays. I'm so glad to um, be here to share with you all um, a little bit about me. My name is Mariah McReynolds. I currently live in Richmond, Virginia, and I serve under the leadership of Pastor Vernon Gordon at the Life Church RBA. So if you're ever in the area, feel free to check us out. Um, but I serve as a minister on our ministry staff um, and a little bit how, about how I operate in our ministry. So I work with our campus ministry and I lead a life group um, on campus leading young women um, to draw closer to God. Um, on the side, I, one thing that God has um, recently birthed and given me the vision for is a conference, and it's called Finding Freedom RVA. Um, so God just gave, gave, gave me the just desire to see people free. I think sometimes we go to church, but we don't have the space to really talk about the deep issues that we go through, such as um, lust, such as addiction, such as suicide, such as homosexuality. So I just wanted to create the space where people can get both spiritual and practical tools. So that's another thing that God has given me that I'm currently um, working on birthing and bringing forth. Um, so, yeah. That's good. So do you have a, well, I feel like I know the answer to this question. Like Corona is messing up everything. So I was going to ask, do you have a new date in mind for your conference? Because I do have a lot of listeners in Virginia because I went to Old Dominion, well, I graduated from Old Dominion University. So do you have like a, we can't think of an estimate because we don't know when this is going to be over, but when she posts the new date, y'all, I'll just post it on my story. Like that's just, that's how we're going to do that. But Yes, like a whole conference that is huge. So I just wanted to ask you, like, how did you know God was calling you into ministry? So um, it was a long story for me. So like before I really came to Christ, I was going through it. Like when people say like I could have been dead if I didn't find him, I think that's my story. Um, but long story short, um, it, my mom, she went on a 40 day fast because she was really like yearning for me to surrender all to God. So yeah. um, I didn't know this before, but on her 40th day, I remember sitting on ch- sitting in church because my mom was one of those people that you're going to go to church if you're living in my house. So yeah. I was in high school at the time and um, I was just sitting in church and like through the, through the time, I was just going back and forth with wanting to surrender, but not ready to give my all. So I was just sitting in church in that day. It was like my chest was so heavy and it was just like a call to give my all. And so I was nervous and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give my all because Christ has done so much for me, you know, even when I was rebelling. And so like that day I stood up and gave my life um, and my mom was crying. Everybody was like, oh my God, because they saw the, you know, just the journey of me like going through it and you know rebelling and stuff like that but um little after that it kind of like lit a fire in me to really seek God and in my journey of seeking God um he I began to learn him and he began to show me me and through that um he began to show me that I had a call in my life um to impact my um, generation and so it was over the course of six months one day my pastor came to me and told me like you know I see um a call and 
I see what God is trying to do through you. And the Lord told me to begin to help you prepare for your calling. And so after that, I kind of sat under him and he kind of trained me um, and just prepared me for my call. And then through that, um, after that, I left that ministry and went to college. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had my rough patches where I was like, you know, have my back foot in moments. But I got back up and it was like, you know, this world cannot satisfy. So now I'm back and focused in my ministry. And now I serve, like I said before, under the leadership of Pastor Vernon Gordon at the Life Church RBA as a minister. That's good. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And what stood out to me the most was the fact that you said your mom was on a 40 day fast Mm -hmm. and on the 40th day. And I feel like that's powerful. And if you guys are taking notes, which I know y'all are, because y'all always got y'all journals and y'all pens. I want you guys to write down the fact that when you're praying and you're fasting, you never know the day that what you prayed for is going to come to pass. It was on the 40th day. And that's why God tells us to never stop praying. Don't lose hope. Don't lose faith because it could be that last day or it could even be the second day. Like you don't know the minute that God changes someone's hearts or shift a situation in your favor or open a door that you haven't even walked up to yet. You don't know when God will move. So that's why it's important to stay consistent, to keep to keep pushing through in prayer. Her mom wasn't inside her body to see the change that was happening, but she had to have faith and continue to pray without physically seeing it in her face yet. It wasn't until the last day. So I thank you so much for sharing that because that just spoke volumes and it just shows how God moves in the spiritual realm first and then we witness it in the physical and I know now that you're birthing a conference and you're serving Mm -hmm. a ministry your mom Mm -hmm. sees the fruit of her labor right Yes, and I think that's what's so powerful. And like you said, we just have to endure because um, God, he will always get the glory no matter when he does it, he will get the glory in the end. So, yes. Yes. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think your or what do you think? What it What is your definition of a powerhouse? So I think a powerhouse is someone who stands and owns their authority, um, someone who moves by the spirit and um shows the evidence of that um someone who allowed their ministry um to bring transformation to bring liberation um to bring freedom to people um i think one thing um when Jesus, when he preached to the multitudes, I think, you know, when in the New Testament, when you saw when he went out, they were like, he's not like the other teachers, you know, yeah. he stood in his power and authority. So I think that's what made his ministry distinct is because he stood in his authority. He knew the authority that God had, had given him and he walked in that. So I think that's kind of for me what a powerhouse ministry exhibits or is. And I know just from listening to you talk, I feel like one thing that makes you a powerhouse um, inside and outside of your ministry is the fact that you own the times where you made a mistake. I heard you say there were a few times that I backslid. And I feel like it's important to own that and to say that so that people can know it's not about being perfect. It's about progress. Yes, I made a few mistakes, but I'm constantly trying to get it right. So if you're a listener and you're thinking about starting a ministry or you have a ministry, do not allow your imperfect imperfections to stop you from doing what God placed in your heart to do because your audience, the flock that God has called you to, they probably have some of the same mistakes and they need to hear that you endured and that God still used you in in midst of your flaws. That's what they need to hear. They don't need to hear a picture perfect story that you got everything right and now you're here. They want to hear the hard times because people are going through hard times and our words, the anointing, the power that we have it creates a breakthrough for others and it gives them new hope. Yes, that is so real. 
So I also wanted to ask you, what are three characteristics of a powerhouse ministry? So um, the first characteristic, it kind of you kind of um, highlighted that. I would say um, taking a, a person that takes ownership and stewardship of who they are and what God has called them to do. Um, I think we all have a ministry, no, no matter who you are, no matter what um, walk of life you're in. I think God is calling us all to bring impact um, to yes, the world that yes. we see, and I think we have to own the call that God has given us. We have to own, understand and get from God what is that? Who is who we're called to? What we're called to? And when we're called to? And I think when we begin to take ownership of who God has called us to be, we will begin to be able to birth um, the purpose and the power that God desires for us in this hour. Um, I believe the body of Christ is in a moment where he's ready for our light to shine. And I feel like we have to take ownership of the call that God has given us. And I think also it requires taking taking ownership of our timing. Um, one thing I've learned is there's a time and a season for everything. And I've learned like you you can be, you can have a gift, but if your gift is out of season, you won't be as impactful. So that's one thing I've learned. I've had moments where I'm like, okay, God, I'm just sitting here. But my, my building process was in those moments where I'm just right. sitting and getting developed. And I, I learned that even with Jesus, you know, he's, he stood a long time with like, you know, not going before the public, but his ministry still had impact those last three years and it, his legacy lived on. So like, I think understanding your, your, um, timing is important and then stewarding like I said before stewarding your call so one thing I've learned is like you know um the bible says study to show yourself approved and one thing I've also learned like I like I said before I work with college students and one thing that God had made made told me to be intentional about is learning the language of those that I'm called to so I remember when I first um started started up the life group I came in there with the BR Dow and like you know the new King James yeah it was just like you know crickets it was like sis okay you a little drive loose I'm gonna need for you to you know get something relatable so in that I realized like you know even in that I have to steward and understand the people I'm called to and be able to you know, minister to them effectively. Because even Paul, he said, when I was with the Jews, I became at the became as the Jews so that I can win the Jews. So I think it also requires us stewarding our, um, you know, stewarding our call and understanding who we're called to. And then also the last thing I think is stewarding our process. Um, I think one thing I've learned is God showed me like, you know, I'm in my ministry. Like I think I'm called, I know I'm called to help deliver people. And um, my process has really molded me into being able to be um, effective in that. So I think being committed to your process is also important. Um, Secondly, I think being courageous. Um, one thing I've been telling people in this time, the enemy loves to keep us stagnated in fear. Um, when he wants to limit our power, he will um, limit our faith by stagnating us in fear. Um, so I think having courage is so important. If you want to car- carry heaven's mantle, you really have to walk in, in courage. Um, Jesus, he always spoke to people. He spoke to Isaiah and told them to have him, him to have courage. He spoke to Jeremiah and told him to have courage. He spoke to Joshua and told him to have courage. So I think it's so important for us to be courageous in order to birth, um, you know, what really heaven desires for us to birth on the earth. And that's courage and insecurity, courage and opposition, um, courage when you feel fear. Because the truth is, sometimes you will feel the emotion of fear, but we're not called to submit to it. Um, Because that's 
I feel like if God called you to something, he's going to walk with you through it. So um, we just have to walk in courage through it. And the last thing I think is being kingdom minded. Um, I think it's so important. A lot of us want to bring heaven to earth, but in order for us to truly bring heaven to earth, we have to um, submit our mind to being kingdom minded and um, submitting our all to, to God and understanding like even when we're, we build things for ourselves, like I'm building for the kingdom, not just for me. And so I think it's so important for us to just be kingdom minded um, when we're going about um, doing the work of God. And I think it can become so easy to just be like, I'm building a name for me. I'm building a brand for me, but like not be, becoming so um, obsessed with building that we're forgetting like that Christ is the end, uh, the end all be all and Christ is the goal. Um, so I think being kingdom minded is so important. And that's through reading your words, saying, renewing your mind and just getting heaven's pers- first perspective daily to see what it is that God wants us to do in our now. That is good. That is good. Like, I hope y'all wrote down all three because I wrote down all three. Like, those were three gems. The first one is to steward your call. Second, be courageous. And third, have a kingdom mind. And when she was speaking these three gems, guys, I was thinking about my own ministry. And if you have a ministry or if you're planning on starting a ministry, I want you to do the same thing. the same thing. Take these three gems that she just dropped and really think about them and insert your ministry and where it applies when it comes to my ministry and when it comes to steward your call or steward your process and really understand what God is pulling out of you and developing in you, you have to experience that first. And that is the season where you sit and get developed. And it's important to enjoy that season and really take in everything that God is calling you to in that season. Because the second step to be courageous, you're going to need to be courageous when it's time to step out, because there may be people who try to tell you what your calling is or tell you how to go about your calling. But if you spent that time with God and you sat down with him and you got developed by him, you're not shaken or moved by anybody else in their opinion. I can personally think about when I started my ministry, Christian Bay, where Christ and Culture Connects, I had people that would tell me, um, like people would just try to tell me what they felt like my ministry would be. I know one big thing about my ministry is like, um, the fact that I listened to secular music and there was a lot of people, it's, it was people in a church mostly, but it was a lot of people that had their opinion. But what they didn't understand was God uses me to minister to people while I'm at concerts, because there's people that listens to secular music that still needs to hear the word of God. So though you see that I'm listening to secular music, you don't see the DMs that's going on that were started from the music that I played, or you don't see me at the baby con- concert praying with somebody. You don't experience those times. You don't know the development that God has placed within me in the way that he's using me to reach the culture, even though it doesn't look like what Christ or the kingdom in other people's eyes would use to get to people. So you really have to sit and allow God to show you, this is how I'm going to use you. This is the way that I'm going to send you out because his way of doing it is different. There's nobody that can tell you the exact way that God wants to use you or your ministry because it's for you and God. That's a one-on-one thing. It's very intimate. Only he knows the route that he wants you to take. And he's a one-of-one type God. He doesn't need to create duplicates in this world. You can't get to his promise and his purpose for you by following somebody else's path. 
So when you really sit and develop and go through your process, towards your process, you get courageous and you just make sure you stay grounded in the kingdom and having that kingdom mind that she talked about. Because regardless of what people are listening to, regardless of what people are wearing, it's all about the soul. It's all about reaching their soul and getting them back to God without judging them for where they are. That's for my ministry in itself. So I want you to really take these three steps and apply it for your ministry and see how you steward your process how you're courageous and how you have a kingdom mindset. Amen. Yes. Finally, I just wanted to ask you, can you please provide the listeners with some ways that they can reach out to you or contact you? How can they um, get some information on your update for the conference website, all of that good stuff. So gotcha. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, um, my handle is Mariah MC, and that's M Y R I A H M C. Um, and through that, I also have posted a link to my um, conference website and the um, IG page on there as well. So you can follow that as well. And I'm also on Facebook, and my um, name is Mariah M Y R I A H McReynolds M C R E Y N O L D S. So you can um, reach out to me there. Um, definitely follow. follow me um and i can't wait to hear from y'all soon so guys reach out to mariah if you're in the virginia area get a ticket for the conference i was planning on being at the conference right i don't know if you know my friend tieta but yes tieta posted the flyer so i was Uh, like oh this looks cool and i was already thinking about making a trip to um virginia this uh spring so uh, I was planning on attending the conference, but Corona got everybody in the right. house. So exactly. depending <laughs> on the new date, I may be uh-huh. in attendance. So if you guys are already in Virginia, definitely check it out. Definitely go get a ticket and support Mariah. Mariah, I just want to thank you again for being a special guest on the Christian Bay podcast. I appreciate your trans, um, transparency and just the gems that you drop for each and every listener. And thank you for having me. You're welcome, guys. You know how we have to end every episode. Let's pray out. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for having this opportunity to speak on your platform, Father God. We want to thank you for the words that you allowed to flow out of our mouths, Father God, because we know that it wasn't our words, Father God, but your precious Holy Spirit that deposited this wisdom and this knowledge into me and Mariah, Father God. I thank you for Mariah taking time out of her day to speak on your podcast, on the platform that you've blessed me with, Father God. And I ask that her conference, Father God, I ask that you fill it with favor, Father Father God, I ask that she reaches every person that you've called her to reach, Father God. I ask for doors to be open, Father God, and donations to come from unexpected places, Father God. I ask for you to use her in a mighty way, Father God. I ask for you to use her to pull purpose out of each person at her conference, Father God. I ask for you to tap in for her to tap into a new level of anointing, Father God, a new level of power, Father God, and just use your power to move through her, Father God. I ask for this conference to reach nations, Father God, and I ask that this corona is not going to stop it. It's just a delay, Father God. But even though it's a delay, it's a delay for greater, Father God. I have in my spirit that you create beasts in the wilderness, Father God. And right now you just have us in a season of preparation, Father God. You're just developing more within us, Father God. The enemy isn't stopping anything, Father God. You are creating spiritual beasts out of us, Father God. So I thank you for my sister in Christ, Mariah, Father God. And I ask that you shield and protect her as she walk on this journey to purpose. I ask that you shield and protect every person listening to this podcast and that they get a new level of power from this episode, Father God. I thank you and I forever praise your name. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore at the Christian Bay podcast. I love you guys. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.